But currently, you're taking a field trip over to the Mage's Tower. So he's just a nerd. Pretty much, yeah. Magic nerd. Really dangerous magic nerd. Really dangerous magic nerd, yeah. An alliance on you, an alliance on your cow. And sitting inside it, it's a being. A being? A being. A being. Not a legume. A being. I blow up sometimes. Chapter 77 The Religious Embassy. Okay, so in the last episode, you guys made some nice strides forward with the plague that's been affecting Porta Magnum. You figured out that, yes, indeed, it's a fungal body that's in the grain, and not only is it in the grain, it's in the grain in the fields. So you guys went and explained this whole thing to the Baron, also filled him in on uh, what's going on with the uh, crazy quest that you guys are on. Uh, leaving out some critical parts where you guys like caused regime change or went to places that were thoroughly forbidden. Not important. Allegedly. Things like that. <laughs> Allegedly. And, uh, he has asked you to go to the other churches and see if you can get them all behind going out and purifying the fields. Because as he was pointing out, the early wheat starts harvesting just in you know a matter of days. They could probably hold off for a couple of weeks if they had to. But then their granaries would be all in infected again, and they would have you have to go and re-uninfect them. So uh, you guys have that in your uh, thing to do. Plus, also on your to-do list, at the end of the day today, you guys can go uh, see if you can take the dagger of wall and then get rid of the phylactery. Saving the world somewhere there. But currently, you're taking a field trip over to the Mage's Tower. And poser. And uh, you. Uh, he doesn't need to like be a poser to like request the vision. Hinting. So basic. <laughs> I blow up sometimes. And uh, so you have knocked upon his door. And he greeted you and was most pleased to see you because apparently he had some show and tell and wanted you to come in and see what his current project is he's working on. So do you enter into the tower and follow him? What's going to happen if I do first? Just kidding. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Not a vampire yet. What? <laughs> yes. You just have an aversion to mirrors and you don't like going across running water. Silver sucks. And you know, garlic is terrible. Uh, no. Okay, so you guys enter the tower, and like we said, it's about four stories up in this tower, and it's kind of a strange one. I mean, it's it's squat, you know, being four stories up, it's wider than it is tall, and um, then there's not like battlements or anything on the top. It just kind of ends in, in you know, it's you know, kind of a domed top to it. Not, not quite as pretty as the dome on top of the uh, Wizard's Tower there in, in Cavitas, Cataracta. But um, 
instead of going up, which you were kind of expecting, he leads you to a set of stairs going down. So we're going to get murdered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spooky Let's go. basement. Turns out it's a puzzle room. <laughs> yeah. You have one hour to get out. Um, and you go down, and, and actually, it goes down quite a ways. You're probably um, 40 or so feet under the uh, um, level of the city. And there are some passages and so forth that go off uh, from the stairwell going down, but he is apparently intent on going to one. And meanwhile, he's sort of chit-chatting arcane shop talk with you on the way down there. I pretend hardcore that I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> and, actually, roll me our counter. Uh, that's a uh, 11. Is he a sorcerer or a wizard? He's we, a wizard. We have uh, and he and Arlen's a sorcerer. And yeah, with 11, he's, he, he's just talking gobbledygook. I mean, this probably makes sense to a wizard, but I mean, you, right. you've got an intuitive understanding of magic, but it's, you know, like you're, you're an engineer and he's a, uh, a mathematics major. It's like, you know, yeah, I have to do a lot of math, but this stuff you're talking about doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> um, while, while we're walking, I'm assuming he's walking in front with Arlen. Can I just kind of like do like an insight check on his body language? Yeah. Are we with him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, everyone's together. You guys decided it was a little too complex going to uh, 16? 16. Um, so you get the feeling that what he says is genuine. But at the same time, you get the feeling he's kind of hamming it up to impress Arlen. And I'm just like... So he's trying to impress him, but he's going so Yes, I do the magic, and I understand every word that's coming out of your mouth. Yep, spells. Spells, I heard that one. So it'd be rather as if you had someone who was a kind of a race car aficionado, but they're a race car aficionado, not like an you know, a mechanic, and you show up and the, and the person's talking all about, you know, camshafts and valves and timing, ge- you know, gears and things like that, and, and you're like, yeah, nice, yeah, it, it, that's on the engine, right? So, <laughs> that's where the carburetor is located. It is, it is a car. Yes. Yeah. And it should burate sometime. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely get the feeling he's trying to impress Arlen with his, with his knowledge. And uh, you guys get down into the basement whatever suffices for a basement on this uh, building. And it's an interesting thing to see. The room is probably as wide as the tower is. One big room, deep underground, carving out what seems to be the living stone. And there's all sorts of arcane apparatus, and this obviously is his workroom. But sitting in the middle of the room is a magic circle inscribed upon the floor. And you can almost see, like, walls of force that come up out of it. I mean, it's, it's like there's something there. It's invisible, but you can kind of see that. And sitting inside it, it's a being. A being? A being. A being. Not a lagoon. <laughs> a being. It, imagine a snake, but with the arms and head of a humanoid. Stylized humanoid. How many arms? Just two. This this being, like I said, looks like a snake with arms and a head, but it's all in tones of fiery red. And it actually seems to emanate heat from its body. And when it comes in, it hisses, 
and throws itself at the mage and just like rebounds off of that invisible wall and starts, you know, hissing things at it. What is that? Oh, my friend, that is a salamander, a being from the primordial plane of fire. Um, the young of them are frequently summoned to uh, keep the airship aloft as they have an almost uh, inexhaustible amount of heat. But um, they return them to the wild, so to speak, before they get too big, because then they'll turn into one of these. I was able to acquire one of these in a summoning, and I think you'll be fascinated with what I'm going to do next. So wait. He managed to acquire one of So is he just like summoning random things from like elemental things? For a specific thing. I mean, if you flip water on it, well, it like as you flip water. There's a water. You can try it. Okay. I don't want to try it. I don't want to see it What I'm scared he's going to do. <laughs> and uh, he uh, walks around to the far side of the magic circle where he clearly has a book laid out on a little kind of reading pedestal and it's at that point you guys notice that there is a sword sitting on the floor underneath the salamander with this really cool stylized hilt and the, it, the blade seems to be made of precious metals and he starts reading out of the book and his words seem to get this crazy resonance in the room and the, you notice that the salamander, which is kind of circling around trying to get at the mage or get out or trying to, you know, spit venom at all of you, it uh, all of a sudden just kind of freezes in midair. Um, sort of like you would if someone just threw, a, you know, like a big bucket of cold water on you. And you went, ah, like that, that sort of thing. And then it begins to twist and it screams with this horrid mortal scream of anguish and you guys watch and right in front of you and it just gets sucked down into the blade as if it's some sort of magnetic device and it's gone he tells me he's not a poser did you just kill him <coughs> no of course not he is now powering this item for you see i have discovered how to create magical items no one in a thousand years has been able to do that and he reaches down and picks up the sword, and you notice the magic circle doesn't seem to be you know, magical anymore. He picks up the sword, and he says, Floor! And it bursts into flames. Ah. And then he says, Floor again, and it goes back to being a normal sword. Poor salamander. And he says, what do you think of that? Cool. That is very cool. Well, it's warm as fire. This yeah. dude is like about to be the richest person in the world. Right. What the heck? That is really awesome. He said he's about to crash the market one of the two. Oh. He says, well, don't worry about that. It takes me months to even craft one of these. And the amount of arcane items and, and valuable dust and metals is tremendous. I can only make a few of them a year, but still. Most impressive, wouldn't you say, my friend? Very much so. 
It's okay. I've done better. I've seen cooler. Out of curiosity, I want to like unsheath my sword quietly, not with any matter. I just want to kind of look at that sword with a mind and see if there's any similarities between the two. Roll me our counter roll. Yeah, that's going to look really well for me. Let me just roll on that. Ten intelligence. Sword sharp. Sword. Ah, sixteen. So. They don't look at all similar. I mean, they're both swords, but, you know, they're not of the same make. They are both ornate, but his looks totally different. But you do get kind of a kinship sort of feel, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so, yeah, you definitely, you definitely get a feeling that, uh, that there's some similarities there. And it actually kind of makes you a little sick to your stomach. Mm-hmm. Your stomach? I'm the only one who have a cool fire sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're binding a, a creature against its will to an item. In so many words, yes. But look what we're able to do. He flips the flames on and off again. Have you? Is this the process that you've used for all the rest of your... Crafting. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, to make a simple, ever-sharp, ever-strong enchantment just takes a little bit of energy. Uh, I can make several of those in a month, and I just have to rest a bit after it. Um, but for something spectacular, um, well, let us say I'm not sure this is how they used to make it back a thousand years ago, but this is what I've discovered so far. What are you, <laughs> what are you doing made? with them? Right now, my research is entirely academic. Can I, can I see if that's true? Yeah, give an insight check. 16? So not only do you believe that, yes, indeed, his research is academic, but he also is, like, trying to impress, like, a whole lot of you. Oh, okay. With, with the fact that his research is academic. So he's just a nerd. Pretty much, yeah. Magic nerd. Really dangerous magic nerd. Really yeah. dangerous magic nerd, yeah. So... Mark, this is purely academic. He wouldn't mind if we took this sword and did some field study with it. He says, oh, I'm afraid I've already promised this to one of the heads of one of the households here, but if you could come back in two or three months, I could definitely have another one ready for you. Are you selling them? I wouldn't say selling them. I mean, they, they recompense me for my time and materials, but mainly I'm trying to gain exposure. So exposure for someone who would keep it locked inside their house or exposure to people who see the world and could actually put it to use? I think he's looking for exposure to rich people. Huh? That's definitely what I think you're doing. Yeah, let's see. Can you reverse it? Um, unfortunately, I've not determined how to do that yet. It's been difficult enough just trying to get to this part. Who's the person the sword is going to? Oh! Uh, that's going to the house dense. Does, does he know about the, the plague stuff and everything we've discovered about it? Uh, I'm sure he knows about the plague, but considering all the stuff you discovered was yesterday... <laughs> probably... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so I suppose we should tell him, because if he, he seems like a guy that knows a bit about magic and might be good at researching things, might know something about fixing the fungoid problem... So um, you discuss this with him, and uh, kind of about halfway through, his eyes kind of glaze over. Um, you know, it's not nearly nerdy enough for him. 
And you know, he, he's fascinated, fascinated by this, but at the same time, it's... Would he mind if I expected the sword while... It's, it's mundane. While, uh, mm-hmm. while they're talking yeah. about it? Yeah, you can, you can totally take a look at it. Okay. In it's fact, he, 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 you get, once again, he seems to be wanting to impress you guys, so he's, he's more than happy for you to examine in minute detail. And, and he breaks from talking to you, Adrian, and points out, oh, this little detail right here on the hilt, and oh, and this, you see how I carved the runes and the blade in this very small script so that they can't be seen, and yet it's still magical, and he goes on and on and on. Um, How long were you talking about? This? But the one thing he d- you do get out of the conversation with him, he does mention at some point in time, um, probably after his eyes glaze over, that um, you know this is fascinating. You know, you really should look at the uh, great library here at the Court of Magnum and see what it has to say about that. We should. We will. At the library. Yes. <laughs> we mentioned Says the guy who's looking. Here. Here. <laughs> well, he does have a low intelligence. We'll keep it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Books have no slightly picture. better than average intelligence. What's your intelligence? Um, I want Nine. to ask him more than average. if he has um, encountered any um, type of like experimental, out of control magic. He says, "I've had a couple experiments go poorly on me, but I've always been able to keep a reasonable margin of safety. Um, if you'll take a note, the magic circle." That took me over 48 hours to craft, and I only slept three hours in that time. See? He creates a protective circle. I did, however, take a nap the day before. Oh, that, that, and you Excellent. went to bed early, yes. presumably. Well, of to, course, to, I wanted to be yes, fresh. Yes. yes. <laughs> I want to tell him about the cabin in the desert. And the things that we saw there, and now, if he knows anything, that, about that does fascinate him, and he he just hangs on your every word, and he says, "Really?" And now, how much do you want to tell him? Do you want to tell him this is where I got my powers from, or do you want to just tell him there's a cabin with a crazy <laughs> wizard? Or what that's him? to some crazy I, that there was. While he's doing this, can he I? Um, he does this, can I offer to like conduct a ritual over the sword to give it like a blessing of Dianic? Uh, what blessing would you give it? Just some random one I make up. <laughs> oh. that's, that's not what he wants to do. What do you, what do you actually want to do? <laughs> did, did you want to? Did you want to uh, get to do anything in particular, or I want to bond to it. Bond to another guy's sword. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to do that? Yep. Okay. Can you <laughs> bond and, both the swords at once? Yep. And and what uh, what what does that give you when you bond to it? It make it makes me gives me connection to the weapon. Okay. Dude. And you shall name the sword James. Yep. I'm the only one that's allowed to have fancy fire swords. <laughs> he wanted to where, sell where, it. where does this come from? I don't, I'm not getting the joke on that. Because you have a fancy fire sword. Oh, oh, oh. And you're, you're mad that other and then people, you're mad that other people no, I'm not mad at fire sword. That. Mm. He was going to sell the fire sword. Anyway, if it's, it's up to him if he wants me to do it or not. Um, he's like... I would, since I just have produced that, I think we should leave the magic alone a little bit to set. Okie dokie. Not how much I've lived. Okay. Uh, I, I tell him about how there hard. was a cabin in the... No, we don't know about the was, do we? Is yeah, Galchabar told us. Galchabar told us. Galchabar told us when you guys were in, okay. in the Dragon Lair, told you that the whole thing went boom. And um, in it was what seems like out-of-control experimental magic 
And he's like, dear me, this it sounds fascinating. I wish I'd had a chance to go, but yes, it sounds like the character was completely off his rocker. Yeah. A little bit. Hey, I bet you this bit. guy knows Galchabar. Uh, is the sword oh, hey, yeah. question is the, is is the sword durable? I mean, will it actually take combat? The sword that you're holding? No, the, the sword that he made. Yeah. Um, you would have to expect that if it's been uh, I mean, I'm a, I am. I'm just wondering because you never know. That yeah, it, it would have the uh, the benefits of any other magic sword because it could be that he's just imbuing it with something that turns it into a sword that can like the magic like sword like you have, or it could be he's just enchanting something to make it light on fire and it just happens to be in the shape of the sword and it could not. Yeah, I'm just wondering what it, I'm just, I'm, I'd yeah. love to actually inspect it more, but my character is, isn't of that persuasion, so. Okay, just curious. Knows his stuff. Mm. How much would it cost to make part. another one? Oh, I'm being paid 20,000 gold pieces for this. Hmm. And that's just my cost, my friend. Money. He's, is he like where did he make his money I wonder like out of character like, like if he's doing all of this at cost in the middle of the top tier he's, oh, he's, he's probably related to someone that's mainly how you make your living in the top tier is being related to someone um, we, should do, we should try to make a point to go sorry okay. we should try to make a point to go to the library and look up um, yes and everything else that we've encountered. As, as exciting as it sounds, we should probably have a study yeah. session. Have we asked about Galchbar yet? See if, yeah. see if they know Galchbar. Yeah. He says who? Mm. It's another wizard. Oh, there's another wizard. We are still very rare these days. Yes. And, and where where might I find him? <laughs> I can't. In Waterfall City? Oh, Sabina's Cataracta! <laughs> Wait, there's a tower in Sabina's Cataracta. Mm-hmm. Yes. Could he be a resident of the tower? I understand it's a magical enchanted tower. That that seems like a reasonable place for a wizard to be. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is. I must tower. I must visit. As soon as I am done with my current commissions, I will journey there. I've always wanted to go to Savita's Cataracta. It's quite a lovely city. Oh, I will take your recommendation. If you're not being chased or anything. Guard forces top notch. Um yeah, well, this has been a very so interesting thing. Uh, Arlen, is there any more you wish to discuss with this man? Not that I can think of. I mean, can we see if there's any cool artifacts that he might have that we might want to buy? They don't have any money. Well, a trade, maybe? Potentially a trade. Yeah, I don't know if he has any cool... Magic items. So it wouldn't hurt to ask. It's true. Does he have any like less expensive <clears throat> magic items? He says, I have a few lying around. Potentially. Um, what were you interested in? What do you have? What do you have? <laughs> it was just some knickknacks and things like that. May we see them? And he says, Oh well, most of them are put away. Um, but I could dig them out if need be. And he he obviously I think is kind of fishing to see what you guys have. Um, I have a, a staff you can't use. A staff, I can, yeah. <laughs> I have a uh, impressive uh, enchanted quarter staff that uh, really takes on the form of a snake when used correctly. 
Now that is a trick. Now how did you create that? Did you have to bind a serpent or something? I I forget to get it. You found a lich to your fist, man. No, it's an old. We, we did we just it. acquire it? Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember how I got it. Wait, was it in the dragon place horde? where I got my chainmail and the, the dragon horde? It was in the. Tra- no. Isn't that where you got the armor from the black dragon sword? It wasn't. I got the armor from the old castle. The what? The old. The old. Oh, okay. Seaside, well, think back to all the times it's ineffectively been used, and the time before that would be when you got it. Also, like, look at where <laughs> it is. So I used it once. Wait, one. this is this is Arlen. Everything is ineffective. Okay, yeah, that was a bad oh, example. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> but it was it was definitely one of the one of the hordes, either from the Bulet or from the uh, mm-hmm. recent, wasn't it? The uh, armory or from the dragon. Oh, it might have been from the tower. Lowell's tower. Was there anything in the tower? Yeah, I mean, like the drip glow. And <laughs> that weird, creepy um, Anyway, weird. it was... I, I believe we picked it up, and I think it was an uh, object of the old kingdom. Really? Now that would be a prize. And he, he says, I could maybe part with something here. And he actually kind of goes over to the wall and puts his hand up against it, and you see a little outline appear on the wall. And he pulls a drawer out, and he pulls out a simple wand. appears to be made of some blackened wood. What is this? He says, this shoots magic missile. Wow. Everything's now going to be immune to force. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, everyone has this weird everyone has that shells. makes magic missiles ineffective. <laughs> it's a brooch, actually. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a brooch. Yeah. Class to hold your club together. I have one. That's how I know they exist. Um, he says, I'd be more than happy to trade it. Yeah, I mean, that might be a good idea. It's a very good yeah, idea. So you might you actually hit use. some. Yeah. yeah. You have nothing else, and you'll have a one that has X amount of charges on it. Yeah. It could be damaged. It automatically hits. I think that would be a wonderful. Well, let's he, see what else he has. What about you? What do you have? Nothing I'm going to trade. And he says, unfortunately, just about everything I have is already on commission. But this one I, I made up uh, just for some fun one time. I was able to imbue it with uh, the magic missile spell. It was, it was actually a rather fun project. So it's a mad, wand of magic missiles. Mm-hmm. It has seven charges. And while holding it, you can use an action to expend one or more of his charges <coughs> to cast the magic missile spell. For every charge you cast, a first level version of the spell... You can increase the spell level by one for each additional charge. And it regains 1d6 plus one charges daily at dawn. If you use the last charge, uh, it could disintegrate. Don't so, use the last charge. So you pretty much get like six charges. Up to seven free casts of magic missile every day. Yeah, yeah or, or one sixth level, level or seventh level cast of magic missiles. That would that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Could come in real handy. You gonna trade? It's like the uh, the staff isn't helping him. The it's just looking really cool on my back right now. <laughs> Snake staff. Just like pull out the wand as the opening to like Iron Man one, where it's like all the missiles hit all the yeah. caves. Yeah. Yeah. Jericho. That's really nifty. What about you? You guys got anything you want to trade? Arlen? Not Arlen. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, it sounds like he's kind of out of uh, other things there. Yeah. As like Not a, a requirement. Like, Gerbil nods approvingly. 
All right, let's so let's go hit this library, man. We got stuff to do before um, we. Thank you for showing us your development. You are welcome. So uh, come back anytime. Always love to castle. talk with another uh, wielder of magic. Yes, wielder. <clears throat> so this guy definitely wasn't opposing. Mm-hmm. No. And so actually, um, Orlana, uh, kind of maybe emboldened by all the stuff around, um, just kind of goes and, and uh, tries to uh, catch cast Mage Hand to, right, to show to show what she could do. Just to... I swear, if she blows up, yeah. You know, I hope she blows up. I hope she doesn't blow up. And There's a whole lot of magic energy in this room. And all of a sudden, she just appears across the room. Nice. And she looks as startled as the rest of you. <laughs> and uh, then, then, when did you then she kind that? of smooths her dress out and uh, kind of plays it off as having meaning to, meant to do that. that. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, the, the mage is like, ooh, that's a neat trick. Hold on, when did you learn to do that? <laughs> and she says, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and when, <laughs> when you guys are walking out, she actually kind of slows you down until you're a little bit behind them out of earshot. And she says, this keeps happening. It's like every time I cast a spell now, something weird happens. It's getting worse mm. and not better. Time to call Gautabar. Isn't that what wild magic does, though? Yeah. Well... Time to leave her at home while we go do the work. That doesn't sound like we're doing. As yeah, let's not. Do tell her to go. Think about wild magic. Yeah, seriously, dude. As an out of out of character book knowledge, as you progress through the levels, wild magic, you you gain more control over it. Ah, so the fact that it's getting worse is not a is worse. Yes. Okay. So we should have a like, fight with it. Because like I can like She's I can like, do like the bend luck. I can. Use the wild magic to my will, and it can right. tides of chaos. She's can, got like I minus mean, two. Has she actually been levels. fighting with us? Has she been using know. any spells? So I mean, if she's not the using only spells her magic, used then were the ones that like uh, we've done training. By yeah, they practice with yeah, and she has gotten better at those. Yeah, go or not because she teleports. Tell, yeah, you just got to tell, tell her the side effects of her magic. It's gonna. But be it's getting worse. If it's better. getting worse, like because mine isn't getting. You no, know she's gonna explode. Yeah, if that guy doesn't blow himself up, I have a feeling that he'll be like someone of relative maybe importance. You, maybe you should years. offer an alliance between the houses. Maybe you should marry him too. Uh, all right. Library. But in all seriousness, you should try to arrange an alliance between the two houses. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can be interested. An alliance on both your houses. An alliance on both. An alliance on you. An alliance on your cow. <laughs> All right, let's see what the library has on fungus. Well, um, if you guys remember, you have a couple more pressing things. You need to go and meet with the churches. The churches. We should do that. And you need to, <laughs> by the end of the day, get to the cathedral. So what time can, is it at this point? Um, so it, right now, it's kind of mid-morning-ish. No time. Yeah, no, and, uh, it's mid-morning. And so yeah, that doesn't leave you a whole lot of time to go Man. and... Visit. Wait, wait. Why, don't we, why don't we start with? Do we want to hit a couple churches on the way there, or just go straight to the church with the dagger? Why don't we just I, go straight to the church with the dagger? Yet. That's at midnight. Oh, okay. Sunday. Not at midnight. But in the evening. We've we've got time to hit a couple of churches. Mm-hmm. Do we want to start with the lighter ones, or do we want to get try with the dark ones and get them out of the way? Let's start with the lighter ones because they're. 
probably going to be easier. Okay, so what's the... Alistair, I had a character, I'm assuming the DM's going to say this. What's the closest church along the way? What's the closest church along the way? Well, all of the major religions have cathedrals in there, um, but you can just start stopping into the ones you guys think will be the easiest, and, and sure enough, um, just even a quick conversation with the Church of Bellinus, the god of sunlight and warmth, and uh, Brigentia, goddess of rivers and livestock. Uh, Dianect, of course, you've got in your back pocket already. Um, Gobiu, the god of smiths and healing. Lu, the gods of arts, travel, and commerce. And Agama, the god of speech and writing. Um, like I said, just a quick conversation um, and you get them on board. They're more than happy to send all of their clerics out to the fields to help you with purifying the, the fields. Let's start with the... And then you start thinking about it, and the next tier down would be the nature yeah. ones. So Dagda, Dunatus, um, Mananan, and Sylvanas. Those ones are the gods of nature. And so... This is this seems a much more fertile ground, basically. But at the same time, they're gods of nature, so Get they may view ground. this as being natural. And then, when you start thinking about it, Arwan, the god of life and death. Well, this is life and death. You've got Math, the god of magic. What, is, what does magic have to do with you know a fungus in the field? Um, and then you have the two uh, gods of war, Morrigan and, and uh, Nuada. Oh. So. Once again, what what does this have to do with war? This is you know, so this is an, ar an army marches on its yeah. If we want stomach, yes, and if we want success for the invaders outside mm -hmm. for the city, then we want the, the yeah. food to to work. We also, I also want to talk to the life and death person. Not be bad. So or should easy. we? Okay. I think we should start with the nature people because if we can explain to them that this is an unnatural occurrence causing it instead of just nature like, yeah that's fine yes. i'm saying i but i don't want to rule out the life and death clerk is what i'm saying yeah. i like death i want to go talk to that one and war is easy war is easy yeah so let's mm. start with the do we need to go through this demo are we going through each and every one of these or uh you have to go to each and every one of them well let's start with the first well let's start with the life and death one first I, that's the one i think is gonna be the hard sell Okay, so you want to start with the hard ones or yeah. not go to the, the nature ones? No, we still want to go to the nature ones. I just want to start with the hard no, ones. No, but I mean first. Yeah. Okay. So so what? you're going to start with the tuppies and move up from there? Yes. So what's your plan for trying to get them on our side in this? I have an ar I kind of have an argument for life and death. I don't have, and we're going to try with no one with the war thing. Mm -hmm. And actually, what we're going to do here is we're going to make That's four oh, no. persuasion rolls. Uh, for each? For each one of the ones that we're going to go to. Um, and actually, no, when one person is going to roll, so figure out who's got the best persuasion in the group. And then plus, five. plus five. Plus and five. you guys will give to me your arguments for including that particular deity. And if I think that they're really, really good, you'll get advantage on those four rolls. And you have to be able to make at least three of the four. Okay. For each... For each and each of the gods. So if you so screw one up, you still have a bunch of changes. If he has... Um, since he's... We all have plus five. Do you guys have anything better? Uh, no, the plus five oh. is just... Plus two. Yeah, it's for persuasion. No, it's a skill. No, that's... No, persuasion is skill. Persuasion is skill. skill. 
It's a so you give him plus under. Oh, skills? I give plus two on the saving throws. But right. we, just, we, we have just... a plus five. Oh, you're saying plus five naturally, you guys. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking Do about you guys have better? No. No. Okay. No. I think since we each we have plus five on persuasion. So which one you want? So pick one to be the. I think that he, you should mostly because. You're already a paladin, and also you have sway. I would argue that you should do it I because do it. you have Ben Luck, and you even have Tides of Chaos. I can use Ben Luck on anybody, but also, I also have why Tides don't, of Chaos. Like, all three but also, of us he's do giving it? us advantage on what we say is our persuasion so. versus. Well, our this skills will be on. as a group. So you guys come up with your argument okay. for each of these gods, and then. Um, and, and the yeah. nature ones will do all as one group because they're all you know similar, but the the difficult ones are all completely different between life and death, uh, magic and battle and warriors. Okay. Um, so life and death. Let's start there. Okay. Neutral evil. So you you come into the the. Uh, Chapel of Arwan, and a robed figure with a cowl up hiding his face, or her face, it's tough to tell, and all this fabric, comes and, and, and asks you your purpose here. Welcomes you and asks you your purpose. We're representatives of the Baron, and we wish to speak with the whoever's the high person. And they say, follow me, and they lead you to the uh, whoever the archbishop is in this particular church. Also cowled in their in their robes, so you can't see their face. And they say, "What can we do for you? What does the Baron need?" Is this part of the like argument, or is this just? Yeah, the whole thing. If this goes well, I'll give you advantage. If it doesn't go well, you'll just have to make straight up rolls. Okay. And anyone here can can. Oh, okay. Talk I wasn't sure if I could talk or not. Yeah. Um, he, he's a spokesperson, but you guys can all right. toss your two. Um, the first thing I would mention is that is to let them know there's been a grave violation between the boundaries of life and death. And don't want to just cons- tell him that what the Baron wants them to do. Well, they it's also care. a neutral evil mm-hmm. god. Doesn't really care that much about what others want. Probably just but gonna assume. Yes. Well, <laughs> so, no, I mean, it's okay. not not a bad opening tactic. Which one, the Baron part, or what I was trying to say? The Baron part. Okay. We can open with the Baron part and then go. Oh, you don't the say the Baron. Part, you yeah. say the Baron is requesting all his subjects, all his clerical nature, to assist in this. And and the uh, the uh, high cleric here says, we are always happy to help the Baron, but obviously. We have our religious strictures, as I'm sure you do too. Your particular patron defends against violations of the natural circle of life, correct? Arwan sits upon the knife's edge of life and death, claiming those that are rightfully his. Correct. And what of those what of those creatures that would deny him what is rightfully his? Are you saying that there's a creature out there that is preserving life when we should be claiming it? Preserving life, denying and violating the natural order of death and its cycles. We all can agree death brings life, life brings death. There's a lich. <laughs> <laughs> and he 
arches his eyebrows at you. This is amazing. Tell me, how do you know that this being is that which is just a legend in our time? We've met it. It goes by the name of Gesundheit. I knew not that name. It's an old, it is an old and maddened wizard who has decided to break the natural order and attempt to ascend to a lich's status. It is because of his influence that the crops here are becoming festered with fungus. Does this it is in fact a grave violation of the division between life and get death? Get it? Get it? Grave. Ah. So will you assist? Okay, so yes, you guys have a good argument there, so I will say you'll be able to roll with advantage on these. Oh. I mean, I guess any one of the three of us okay. can. Oh no, there's a four and a three. Okay, oh, so Jesus. Four, that's a nine. The first one goes poorly. Um, How about the, the you still have let's three rolls left? Let's someone else throw. Don't botch it. That's that funny. Okay, so you, have, you have one victory and one failure. Two more to go. Don't blow it. Oh no. Um, Eleven. Eleven. Right? I could. Mm. Dude, do you want to risk it? I mean, three, four guys. Tides of chaos. Ben luck. Something. You can't tides of chaos. Things that aren't spells, right? You you can't get the church in unless you. I know. Uh, let's do something. Well, well, he's deciding how can I do my. The, uh, Tides of Chaos is any d20 roll, right? Yeah. So just re-roll a d20, and if you have to, bend luck to increase it. Yeah, I'll... Um, and you, you can't, you can't tide anybody else, right? So, yeah, I'll okay. tide... Okay, tides go up. Tides myself. Tides and you get to roll again with advantage, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you get Tide with bleach anyway. alternatives, please. Do we have to do both? It's with advantage, so I'm going to let you roll both. Oh, okay, so that's the better. Non-natural 20. Okay, so two victories, one failure. Yeah. 18-23. Okay, so the, the cleric says, yes, we will help. Yay. Despite the fact that we usher the dead into the underworld, you have convinced me that we are claiming those that should not be there. Well, I mean, you need time. living ones to... Go usher to the underworld. Yeah. Okay, so you guys get R1 on your side. Yay! And who's next? Um, are we just going down the list? Mm, might as well. And What's the, is it Donatus? Is that the next one the that we need to? Math would be the next one of the difficult ones if you guys are doing the difficult ones. Can you spell that, that, that patron's name, please? Which one? R1? Yeah. A-R-A-W-N. R1. Mine's that we're going to go to. Math. Math Mathonui. Oh, yeah, math. math that's right. Math Mathonui. Math math. Math math. The god of magic. And similar sort of thing, you go in, they usher you into the back when you mention the Baron's name, and you meet with the head cleric there. And uh, what in you? What, do you, what will you say this time? Someone is misusing magic. The violence of dark magic to violate the sanctity of the circle of life. Soon the whole world will face... His power and subjugation and death and starvation. Also, there's a lich. And and the the cleric says basically says, this matters not to us. To us only the advancement of magic counts, even if it's advancing in a less favorable direction. 
There will be more magic. But they're corrupting those who may seek to uh, learn more magic. I, I, I say, let's be simple. If this continues, everyone, including yourself, will die. Will we, though? It seems to me that yes. those of us who hold the power of magic will be able to overcome this. You've seen what happened to the clerics in the outposts and the monasteries? Yes, How could you possibly think that wouldn't happen to you? Well, and you will notice that our uh, monastery has not been raided. If your, your goal is for the advancement of magic, those who may study it or protect it themselves, users of magic, will be dying, and there will only be one who uses it. If your god wants people to practice magic, to learn magic, then you need people, no people for that. Okay, I, I, I have it. I have it. This is a no one thing to do. Okay. I say, so... You punch him? No. <laughs> you no I say you were interested in the advancement of magic. We know someone who is advancing magic greatly. Um, and who would that be? What was the wizard's name? The mage of the, the tower. Oh, the mage of the tower. We, say, we know of a certain mage who has made advancements that have long since been forgotten. If you help, we shall give you this name. And, and oh. he, he sighs heavily and says, you mentioned the Mage of the Tower. You will notice that we do not show off quite so flowery as he does. I'm sure, yes, he's doing some fantastic work there, but we do not seek to become celebrities. Have you learned to craft magic items of note? Maybe we have, and maybe we haven't. If we had, we would not be letting it generally known mm. and parading it around, such as he does. Mm. You are foolish and arrogant. Is there some... Uh, is that any character? That, that probably is not a thing that you want to say. If we're trying to get them on our side. You know what? Then we're just going to have to persuade Can, them. I was just going okay. so to... I, go I want to ask, okay. ask, is there something that we might be able to do for your church? If, if it would have you join us in our in our quest to resolve this this plague. I would say if you can bring us any magical tones or hey, I know magical that. items, we would be favorable. I'm sure we what, could work a deal on that. What is All the right. what is the um Name of the shop you took us to the last time episode we did where I got the gauntlets. Yeah, the, the Magic Emporium. Mm-hmm. Magic Emporium. We can give him the gauntlets. I want to tell him that in the Magic Emporium, a book of necromantic life was just recently acquired. And, and he says, Oh, it's a shame you did not bring it directly to us. That would have made us the most pleased. Mm. Sort of like when you go to a fancy store and you come home and you say, Hey, I almost bought you this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks, son. So, do you want to make a compact to Tell bring them any magical tomes you find? Yes. Yes. Um, so it, the uh, cleric basically says that yes, if you're willing to make a pledge to them, they'd be more than happy to listen to your deal. Sure. So you can make it with advantage. Oh, okay. nice. So who wants to who wants to roll this time around? Uh, you already got tides up, so it won't matter, right? <laughs> Don't Just mess. blow yourself up in between every time. Yeah. We'll be really impressed. Oh, that's, oh, that's really good. Um, over 20. Uh, okay. 24. Okay. You, you get one success. Adrian? Oh! That was almost really good. Oh. 
Wait, that's a 15? Mm -hmm. Was that new? No, it was a 6. It oh. was a 16 and that uh, was a bit of a 6. Uh, <laughs> that was 11. That was a success. Yeah, yeah okay. Could I... Okay. Bend luck. I could bend luck. I could bend luck. Well, that's only one failure. It's only one failure. Let's see if this next one is a failure then. Nice. Um, sixteen. Okay. Yep. They succeed. And one more. One more. Natural twenty. Okay. Yes. So the sorcerer, you know, uses his incredible. Magical charisma, and you so you do get math on your side. Yeah, okay, go math. So, um, I'm gonna assume that basically Morrigan and Nuada, being the goddess of battle, the god of war and warriors, is gonna be essentially the same result. Mm -hmm. So, we'll just hit both of those at the same time. All right, okay. So, and same thing, you, you get an audience with the head cleric. Mm -hmm. What are you going to say? So we say, as we know, an army marches on its stomach. The grain supplies are at peril. The army is marching against the dwarves now. We need to act to preserve the supplies for these armies. And he says, you seem to be under the impression that we only are favorable to the warriors of this city. Our gods are the gods of all battle. Whether the armies are hale or weak, it does not matter as long as they fight. And but if the, dwarven not army, the Dwarven army is also starving. Once again, whether they hail or weak, the services of war are met. But they can't fight if they're dying before battle. Well, they will have fought a battle that they've lost. What happens when there's no more battles to fight? There's always a battle to fight. Not for long. They dishonor their gods. A dark wizard who's achieved Lichdom marches with an undead army. Ah, now that would be a foe of great importance. Yes, and we would very much like to fight this battle. However, if we do not have the armies to wage this epic battle, because there are too many squabbling and starving. Yeah, squabbling be, and starving is what we are all about. Mm, there is a brief battle, a briefer battle, and then a world subjugated by undeath. No more battles because they all serve the one master who does not serve your lord. And, and would your god be more appeased by a battle, gloriously fought, or a slaughter? Oh, our, our, uh, yeah, our god, well, actually, Nuwada, the god of war and warriors, is more on the side of having a glorious battle. But Morrigan, the goddess of battle, only wishes to see slaughter. Yeah. You said they'd be the same. Yeah, well, then you guys went down this path. <laughs> the slaughter will be brief and intense, but again, no more slaughter when the world is undead. There will always be a war. No, there will not. There will be who will battle the master if they're all enslaved to his might. There will, a new master will arise and battle will, will reign again. You will simply watch your deity wither from lack of power before you realize the words you speak are false. Mm -hmm. But again, you will most likely like be here. I mean, are we trying to convince them? All right, we just got to roll without advantage, yeah. man. Instead of arguing start. with them, which makes them not on our side. <laughs> Hold on. Not, not How about a battle, then? Oh, what? A champion versus a champion. 
They say that would be most interesting. You have a champion here? We can summon one in a day's time. Do you propose to battle this champion? I propose one of one of us will battle your champion. If we win, we should gain your help with the fields and the wheat and the rye. Very good. Well, if you will battle our champion. Me, my, me personally? Well, one of you. Okay. Who shall it be? I mean, our tank should probably be able to Well, we have two it. tanks. He's He gets more multi-attacks. I have more spells. I, I think the we should do the one with, with uh, multi-attacks. Just because he does a brutal amount of damage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Everyone who volunteers okay. step forward. <laughs> we all step one back. back. <laughs> hey, Cotter! Yeah! Okay, so Cotter will take on their champion. Good you. Alright. So you, uh, with with that thing, with that offer in, in place, you may roll with advantage. Wait, that wasn't a... Okay. Uh, 19. 19 definitely passes. Oh, that's two threes. Um, that's an eight. Oh, that's one nope. one failure. One failure. Let's see if this this one fails. Um, twenty four. Oh, I didn't see that. Twenty four. Yep, definitely. Can I do the last one? Yep. Do you want to? Do you want me to just he's he's not doing well. I've been doing well. He's that's good enough. Yeah. Okay, twenty four. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you you get the gods of war. On board. You just need to like fight something. Yeah, you'll it just have to fight something. To summon. And, and, yeah. This is Gornag, the Beholder. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Alistair. Here, here's, go. A, here's a pit fiend from the underworld. Cousin Joe. <laughs> we'll hold up signs that right, says so all it. That was wait, <laughs> that was just for the war. What about the slaughter? That was all. That was, that was, all, that was for both. Yeah, yeah. They were all convenient. All the bagels there. Right. So are are we going to battle? We're just doing one fight for both of those churches. Yeah. Well, you, you guys pretty much had Nuada on board. It was Morgan okay. with the slaughter. Nuada was, was already like, was, yeah, okay, was cool. So uh, okay. difficult. Right. So you'll have to fight Morgan's champion. When, when are we coming back? Um, when are you coming back? When? What? Tomorrow. For the battle. Tomorrow. For the battle tomorrow. Okay. We'll get there. High noon. Or all of the... Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said it. Uh, will you allow us all to be with him, or just must, does he must, must he show up alone, or how's this, what are the rules for this it's encounter? Just, it is single combat. But we're allowed to be here? Of course. Excellent. One must observe the combat. Mm-hmm. All right. What what other gods do we have to so do? So now you just nature. have the nature gods: Dagda, Dunatus, the Dagda, Mananen, Mananen. <laughs> and uh, Sylvanas. Sylvanas is a chill lady. Okay, so let's go to the nature and just explain. We'll just once again roll those all the same since they're yeah. basically the same. They're gonna fight. Dagda, Dagda is a little more. Are, good did we have to do Lou at all? Um, with Adenis Lou. Uh, well, Lou is the god of arts, travel, and commerce, so he was, you know, he was pretty much on your side to begin with. Because the people are dying, people can't do any yeah. of those things. And <laughs> no f- grain means you can't trade grain, mm-hmm. commerce. Yeah, is- he's, a, he's a little bit uh, chaotic, but, uh, or a lot bit chaotic, but, mm-hmm. you, you know, he was easy to get in on your side. Because human activity is kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to have arts and commerce if you everyone. So we're talking to Sylvanas right now? (laughs) Or or yeah, so Dunatus, Mananen, and Sylvanas and and the Dogda. Yeah, so you're basically talking to all four of them. Where's where's the Dogda? Very first one. Oh, the Dogda. The Dogda. So basically, we'll roll. But the Dogda is is chaotic 
Good. Crops. So he's weathering crops, yeah. Crops. Yeah, I guess so, he'd, be, he'd be in your... The, yeah, because the crops are failing. Yeah, so he'd be in your thing. So you really you're just dealing with Dunatus, uh, Monana. 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 Do we need, need so everyone? Okay. Yes. 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 It'll be so much faster. Just roll. So well, we have to make the argument for the, the nature, nature gods. gods would essentially be that... The same that, with the lich. Yeah, it's, the, an, that affront it's, it's an affront to the natural order right. of things. That that there is a, a magical fungus, not a natural fungus. That an is, army of undead that wish to wipe out all life and all crops, yada, yada, yada. I think they're going to be on board with that. The same group. And, and the basically, yeah, that, that uh, argument suffices for all of them. You were able to get them on your side, so... Uh, roll with advantage. Watch, this is the one that we don't do well on. No, that's uh, good. 22. 20, more than 20. 22. That 22, yeah. Definitely works. Uh, 19. That definitely works. 6. 19. Definitely works, yeah. Cool. So you get the nature gods on your side right away. Oh, so you actually are able to side. get all of the... Churches together. No, we have to do is bring magic tomes when we find them, and you have to win a fight. Yeah. No, you have to fight a fight. Winning is yeah. Winning yeah you can just die. That would be easy enough too. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll bet the wreck. It's a god of slaughter. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's all. The uh, just to fast forward. Um, so you you guys basically get they empty all the clerics out into the fields in the afternoon, and you basically just spend the rest of the day. Everybody stations themselves out in the field. I mean, there are hundreds upon hundreds of these people in total, and or hundred or more, and they go out there and they purify that field, and then they go and they purify the next one. And as the sun is finally going down at the end of the day, you've just watched this group slowly progress over the entire field for miles and miles and miles. Instead of watching them, we go to the library. Um, <laughs> we're just watching them for hours. And yeah, because we hours. have nothing to do. Well, you guys would be there for support. You'd be, oh, you know, well, we're like, go, go, go water bears. Yeah, you man. could carrying food and water back and forth, and and you know, butchering a squirrel for the, the slaughter clerics. So then, yeah, like, yeah, would be too much on some, and they would collapse, and you have to cart them off the field, and you know, mop their brows until they're ready to get back into it. You'd be like, you got this, honey. Get out there. Go, yes. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> so then, after she that's all done, do we you. go to the cathedral, cathedral with the dagger? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. you guys are, you know, pretty heavily exhausted. It's been a long day of uh, curing and, and negotiating. You know, but exhausted, but yet we find the energy to do yes. what we <laughs> And you guys... Or we just kind of drag ourselves there, either way. And you guys head back into town and uh, go up to the cathedral. And the uh, there's actually a junior priest, not even just a page or a, an orderly, a junior priest waiting for you. And he says, come on, we have the dagger waiting. All is in readiness. And that is where we're going to stop for today.
Okay, well, the whole encounter with a magician was to kind of get everybody a little creeped out about magic, and I think it definitely worked. Uh, that was a bit traumatic, and I think it has uh, Drew kind of second-guessing that sword that's at his side. And that was the whole idea. Um, as for the rest of the episode, uh, once again, I don't like the standard sort of eight successes versus four failures, just roll your skills sort of skills checks. Um, I like to see them bounded. I like to see them limited to certain skills. Um, or in this case, have it tied to something in real life. It's not just your character sheet and your roles. And away we go. In this case, it's what did they actually say? And I got to say, really proud of the players. They did a fantastic job of being creative. I thought there was a couple of them there that they were simply just not going to get on their side. And they would just have to roll straight up. They wouldn't get advantage. But they came up with some interesting ideas. The whole idea of bargaining for magic items and tomes and agreeing to uh, take on one of the champions that was pretty brilliant so pretty darn happy with the party for the work they did today anyways so now they've got to go out and cure the fields and then they have to go and use that dagger so what's going to happen next we'll just have to wait for the next episode to find out until then let us know what you think rate us on apple podcasts Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.